Texans are reporting today. They start camp tomorrow. The Chronicle has generously given us some questions as we head into camp that Lance and I are answering as opposed to their answers. Is there enough at wide receiver? As far as I can tell, Lance, this team has 100 catches returning. Nico Collins had 37 of them. Damian Pierce had 30. And then Amari Rogers, Brevin Jordan, Tegan Cantoriano, and... That's about it as far as returning catches. Now, they are bringing over, you know, Noah Brown is here now. You've got, uh, you've got new guys in Mechie and Tank who are, are, will probably be, hopefully be very exciting for this club. But you've got a new quarterback, so it doesn't matter. He does, he's not used to what those guys, and didn't throw to those guys last year. It's not enough. This, you know. There is a reason that Purdy was so successful last year. First of all, Kyle Shanahan's mind. Secondly, all the weapons that he had. You don't have that. That was the last pick of the draft as opposed to the second overall pick in the draft. You don't have that here. You don't. It's going to make such a huge, huge difference when he gets receivers in here, guys who are open because he's accurate. But it, 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 you can be as accurate as you want. But if no, if nobody's open, how are you going to hit? How are you going to, you know, make complete any passes? See, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a, I'm gonna give you an answer. It's not going to be popular. I think there's enough there for him this year. Um, for the future to be a successful playoff caliber team, no. But I think Nico Collins year three is going to really benefit from this offense. This offense is way more conducive to what Nico Collins does, which is run over routes, run nines down the field, get some post routes going, let him use his size down the field. He's a build-up speed guy. That's who he was coming out. He he doesn't play as fast as what his 40 time was, a 4-4-40 guy. You don't see that because, because what you're going to have to see in the Texans' offense is getting him vertical so that he can build up his speed and then use his size to win in the air, you have some slants where he can use his size to make contested catches. He's pretty good at that. I think this offense is really going to suit him. I don't know what John Metchie's going to bring to the table, but I think he's got a chance to be a pretty good wide receiver. Um, he was a solid wide receiver in college. Tank Dell, I don't think, is guardable. Though I think Tank Dell will be open plenty of times as long as he can find the field as a rookie. And I think Dalton Schultz, we're sleeping on that a little bit because that was a big, he was a big target for for uh, Dak Prescott. Mm -hmm. I think when you add everything up, you have a good wide receiver out of the backfield and and Devin Singletary. Um, I think there is going to be enough there. I think people are going to be surprised that the targets, it's, there's not a sexy wide receiver one on this team. Mm. That's for sure. Yeah. But I do think there's going to be enough targets for a, a, an accurate quarterback like uh, CJ Stroud to throw to, especially in Bobby Slowick's offense. We'll see. Hopefully. Hopefully that will be the case. Will Steven Nelson get a new contract? I think Steven Nelson has overplayed his hand. I think a lot of guys overplay their hands. I mean, they went and said, okay, Steven Nelson, you're not going to come to voluntary workouts. Steven Nelson, you're going to put memes of, and you're going to write stuff about guys in vests and stuff, which was directed directly at Nick Casario. Um, I mean, they've got Tavir Thomas. 
They've got uh, Desmond King. They've got Derek Stingley. They're looking at Ronald Darby. I, I, Steven Nelson, I don't know that you know, you're making $4.5 this year. I'm not so sure that you're somebody that they just can't live without. No, no. I think uh, – no, I don't think he gets a new contract. I, I think he's he's burned that bridge. So, to me, I'm not giving him a new contract. I mean, you, you start taking shots at the GM, you can forget it. You're not going to get a contract. Yeah. I mean, that just, just – you can't beat. That's just dumb. That's Especially you – you're throwing away $4.5 million here. I mean, it's yeah. just – I understand you want a contract, but that's not the way to go about it. That's just chi- that was just childish. Well, I feel like he wants out of town. I mean, why else would you do that? Yeah, well, and not go to OTAs for, for a young team that's looking to. You don't need that kind of. I know he wants a long term deal here. I guess. I guess he does. Uh, C.J. Stroud. Why did he wait to sign? Did you uh, see Anthony Richardson just signed? Yeah, it, Bryce Young. He. They're just waiting for dominoes to fall. Yeah. So Bryce Young signs an Well, there's a slotting thing that goes on. So Yeah, well, they wanted – well, once Bryce Young got fully guaranteed deal, yeah. uh, that's what – so that was the big deal now is these quarterbacks, the rookie contracts, these quarterbacks are fighting for fully guaranteed rookie deals, which, you know, is fine. And, uh, I mean, it's, it's pretty much going to be fully guaranteed anyway unless you're completely terrible. Well, and, well he's got a 23 23- – um, and $23.38 million signing bonus, a four-year 36, $13 million of it isn't guaranteed. He's expected to have a $6.6 million salary cap hit this year. None of it matters. He gets $36 million up front. Did you see that? One payment up front, $36 million. Um, His contract His signing bonus was twenty three thirty eight. I know. That's just technically for a cap standpoint. The, full, the whole thing is guaranteed. Oh, okay. So thirty six million goes to him in his in a payment up front. So he's going to get all of his cheese. Do please do not just spend it all right away on Shark Tanks and crazy stuff, because you're not going to get like you're not going to get paychecks. You're going to be done. You're going to like you're not going to get paychecks for a while. Yeah, and let's not forget half of that goes to the government. So he's going to have eighteen. Well, I don't know what his write offs are. <laughs> well, I don't know how. Of thirty six million, I don't know how many write offs you can have. Not sure. Not sure how many planes you can buy. I don't appreciate on. this conversation. Telling the man what he can do with his money. I don't. I don't. Listen, we're not telling him what he can't. Lance is telling him don't, don't yeah, buy stuff. He can't ball. buy a Shark Tank. Why can't can he buy, buy a Shark Tank? tank? How, how, how expensive are like, those? Okay, here's the thing. It's probably not going to be more expensive than a car, but it feels like once you buy a Shark Tank, that's kind of like the gateway for bad spending. I like I like he's going to get thirty six million dollars up front, but he's got to remember that he it's not about he's not going to get these consistent paychecks. What he's getting a chunk payment of thirty six million dollars? Who cares about I know, consistent but if you paychecks? You buy a Shark Tank, then all of a sudden it's, you say it's not a four million dollar Shark Tank. Wait a minute, since when is a Shark Tank a gateway? Yeah, to what? It just is. It, it drug. I think that, drugs. What did you just say? What? No, drug dealers. Like, didn't Scarface have a? Uh, that wasn't the first tank? thing he bought. You know he. Cut off a guy's arm in a crappy hotel. Know, That's the first he thing he did. Do you, like think, that? do you think CJ's going to cut off Davis Mills' arm? Yeah, well, he doesn't have to. Davis Mills sometimes threw the ball like he was missing an I arm. I think the Texans draft cut off Davis Mills' arm. <laughs> well, and that's the next question. Will CJ Stroud be the starter game one? Yes. Yeah, I believe so. I believe so. Um, I think that's, that is more than like, I mean, you, I just don't think you can. And I think it's. 
listen, wouldn't it be nice if Case could play the first three or four games, start it out, let, don't go to Baltimore with CJ Stroud, with those cornerbacks. You know, it's just going to be so disheartening for everybody involved when he's he, a, a rookie starting on the road, especially for a team. Now, the Ravens had their, have had their issues defensively. It's not like they're the 2,000 Ravens, but, but they do have a couple of really good cornerbacks that, and they're going to throw the, the, they're, they're going to throw the kitchen sink at the kid. So I'm not sure it's the best idea that he starts game one. I wouldn't mind if it was game four or five, if you want to know the truth. I think that would be, I think that would be nice. But, and let Case, let's Case take the whooping that he's going to take, take, uh, in Baltimore and then, and, and win a couple of games and then, and then let the kid come in and play. But yeah, that's not going to be the case. CJ will probably be the starter of the center. Who's going to be the center? Juice Scruggs or Questenberry? Oh, man. I mean, we haven't hit camp, so this is good to make predictions now. So, I, you know, you draft a center in the second round. Now, he's a center who, to me, is not a great fit with outside zone stuff, which is kind of the key to this offense. So that that was a little puzzling to me. Um, I, at least I didn't see it at Penn State, his ability to go get some of those blocks. I'm going to say Questenberry starts there, and I think Juice is going to be competing at center and guard. I think Juice Scruggs will compete at guard spot, which maybe, you know, we may be looking at him competing a little bit at the left guard spot. Yeah, well, because of the, on, you know, yeah. because of injury with Kenyon Green, depending on Kenyon Green. Well, and injury and play, and he started at guard and center in, in college at Penn State. <laughs> well, Questenberry took the majority of the first team snaps at minicamp, so we'll see. Yeah, well, and he's a he's kind of his own fit too. And then, uh, what will Bobby Slowick's offense look like? Uh, everybody's raving about it. We'll see. Hopefully it'll look a lot like what happened in San Francisco. And how good can the defensive line be? Well, Jonathan, I think, well, Will Anderson Jr. obviously has to step up and be big. Well, how about stopping the run, John? How about being better in between the tackles? Well, you know, you got Rankins and you got Malik Collins. Uh, I mean, Malik's been there. Rankins yeah. has to stay healthy. Yeah, and and then Jonathan Greenhart's had to be good, and so does so does Will Anderson. He's not only going to rush Lopez, the passer, John? but Will Anderson's going to have to stop the run as well. What about the great Roy Lopez? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's fine. I mean, what about him? So I was told. I was told somebody was listening to this segment we were having, and he said, "Woo, be careful on Christian Kirksey being gone." Yeah, he they said, like because him because Nick. That is Nick Casario's son. Yeah, they like, like him a lot. Can't even get you know agents try to get linebackers to Houston who have talent, and Nick's like, I don't know, this Christian Kirksey guy. There's something special. Oh, I guess. I guess. How old is Christian Kirksey? Forty-five. Uh, something no. special. Hmm. Special at what? What is he? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, well, I think it's I think it's his like personality and leadership and stuff like that. Uh, the intangibles, right? And I love intangibles, but right now you when need... you're bad, you have to have more tangibles. Well, and again, I think the Perriman thing is the injury thing. He played eight straight years where he hasn't finished. He, he's had injuries, or he has, he's oh, he's like a five nine middle linebacker. Yeah, yeah. So this is that's a, well, that's, but he's stout, Dell. Sure, but that's a that's a problem. It's understandable hey, if he's he missing games. What is your deal? That doesn't mean I can't analyze him without bias. I'm not you or, or John, who as soon as he gets a T-shirt from some school, they're the best team ever. 
That's just kind of true. What do you know about Illinois? <laughs> what if you get a pizza from that? that well, then it's mm-hmm. forget about it. What if you? Uh, when are you getting your Texas pizza? Isn't that isn't it about that time, or is it like a month from yeah. now or so? You know, I, not season I kind of feel like in here, Dell. He's not season ticket holder anymore. But he's a media member no, who has to talk well, him I, up. I, I, yeah, that. I kind of feel like it's more aimed at Wendy. And you just happen to eat them? Yeah, I'm not mentioned a lot on the pizza that says Wendy on it. (laughs) Well, she is. She she's at their partner station. Yeah, that's true. So I'm not mentioned a lot on the pizza. (laughs) They don't spell your name out in pepperonis on the pizza. They spell my name W E N D Y. That's odd. That's an odd way to spell John. Boy, that's weird for you to flex on us. Then yeah, look at my pizza. pizza. Even though it's not for me, it's for my wife. What? We didn't hear that. Guess who's eating? All of a sudden, there's a there's an addendum to that that when he's taking shots at us for not getting pizzas. Time to talk about HR because I'm a good I'm a good teammate. That's what I am. All right, <laughs> great teammate, the best. And you know what? I've, ne- I've never been called in. James to Harden HR. of radio. All right, the best, the best teammate you could have on the team right here. And because oh, how many times have I been called in? How many times have I been called in and fired? Hmm. Okay, such so- a great teammate. <laughs> See how great he is. And to be honest, let's clear some things up. Once fired, once laid off. How many times did that happen? I only got fired once. None. Zero. I was. I was. I love how people stand on that. I wasn't fired. I was laid off. Wait a minute. You still without a job, right? Here's the deal: is I've never been called in the office for that. Nope, not me. Other people around here. It's just saying. That's all I'm saying. Which people? If you, my friends, have any HR issues like we've had on this show, well, then all you need is HRP to handle that for you. And that's what they do. They handle the payroll. They handle the HR. HRP is perfect for whatever business. They'll customize a plan for you. Okay, you don't have 20,000 employees. That's fine. You've got 60. 60 still a big company, huh? 60 is a company where you kind of have, and oh, by the way, it doesn't matter if they're commission or they're uh, hourly or their salary, whatever the case may be, they could be all of those things at once and still HRMP, that's what we have here, and HRMP is still going to take care of business for you. Look, if you're looking for the best way to handle your payroll and your HR issues and your business is growing and it's getting out of control and you are tax time, you're like flustered, this is too much, HRMP. HRP.net, 281-88. You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. All right, welcome back. Uh, Pena wants to talk about this, and we, we need to bring this up. Killian Mbappe. Apparently, the Saudis are putting 18, million, 18 billion into their soccer league. One of it, over $1 billion, would go to Kylian Mbappe. They've got a transfer fee of $332 uh, million, And then they want to pay Mbappe $776 million for one year. Holy crap. And Mbappe has said, nah, I'm going to Real Madrid. Yeah, they. That's what. That was the enticement. We'll give you all this money just for a year, and then you can go to Real Madrid later. Because he's been rumored or flirted with Real for the last couple of years, but apparently he is saying no. So, so first of all, wow, seven hundred seventy-six million for one year. 
he put, I mean, you want to talk about some integrity. Dude says, I don't want your money. Even 776 million of it. Yeah, I wonder where that stance is. Is this about, I want to play in one of the best leagues in the world, have a chance to win a Champions League, something he's never done? Or, or is it about Saudi money? Because, you know, the NBA players are joking about it, but <laughs> I don't know if they get the... Yeah, the ramifications. Yeah, because yeah. I think... Giannis said, "I look. I kind of look like Killian. I look like Mbappe." And then, and then, LeBron said, "Hey, when he he added like Maverick Carter, I think someone else. When they get that call, right. I, I'm over there for a year." And people are like, "Do you know what the Saudis do?" Well, and he put, "No, he doesn't. He just uh, yeah. no." Yeah. Well, he doesn't care though. Look at his stance on China. Well, I mean, it's happening over there. He don't, don't care. It's uh, happening someplace else. So and, I don't okay. have to worry about and it. And Draymond, Draymond said, "Hey, they got basketball leagues too, right?" I don't. I don't think the ink on my contract is dried up yet. Yeah, it's it's a lot of guys uh, being flippant. But if it ever came down to it, they'd have to answer some questions they probably don't want to answer. Well, they haven't answered any questions about China. I know. Well, that's one guy, and I don't know how many guys are into China. That's a whole league, but it's not going to listen. One year they'll fade the heat. Live. I mean, John, you're talking about NBA guys. There's a bunch of golfers who were the first ones over there, and for not as much money. Yeah. Well, apparently, Lori Cantor, who finished, uh, who had a nice uh, open championship, Lori Cantor is going to be the first ones to defect. He's he's going to go back to the DP tour uh, in uh, in Europe. So it'll be interesting to see now if guys are. And Brooks Kepka is thought to be on the Ryder Cup team, um, and so that question of whether or not they would take live guys on the Ryder Cup team, I think, is going to be answered there. Um, I I think there might we might see some defection here. Listen, in y'all's mind, it, is this sports washing thing? If you want to know the truth, I think it just brings the atrocities more to light. I, have you thought about the Saudis for years and years and years? But no, this all brings up the atrocity. All of this stuff brings up all of the stuff that they've done. Their their human rights, the Kasogi. All of the different things that the nine eleven, all of the different things, it just it, it, it resurfaces. As opposed to, what was the last time you thought before any of this live stuff? When did you even thought about Saudi? Uh, you know, not, honestly, no, not not really. I just I don't personally, but I you know it's not my my job to think about them. We I do draft stuff and I do Rockets, Texans, Astros, and we talk about Dell and stuff like that. So that's that's my job, but. I do think that if you look at this, so one year, Mbappe, for, in terms of Mbappe, I think he wants to win Champions League. I think that's a really big deal for him. And, yes, it may be a bigger deal about the blood money stuff there for him. I, I don't know. But, you know, an NBA player who sees a chance to make one year, you know, it's easy for any professional athlete to, to look at that and say, I'll go do anything for one year. Most of us would. Most of us would do any go any place for one year. For Mbappe, he's got a chance to be a Michael Jordan of, you know, of of soccer. He's over there. That's one year off. Yeah, you get a bunch of money. Guess what? He's getting a bunch of money wherever. He's not going to spend all of the money he's going to make anyway. It's just a number. So his challenge is he's just watched Lionel Messi go off to the MLS, which is another thing I want to talk about here in a second, but. For Mbappe, he is going to be chasing Messi. 
he is going to be chasing Messi at some point in his career, and he has a great chance to be in that conversation. You know the one thing you don't do? At Messi, it took forever to win a World Cup, and he finally won a World Cup. You know what you don't do? You don't go just take a year off. So he's going to add a bunch more numbers to his bank account, but he will not be available for Champions League. This will be one year of his career that Champions League will not happen for him. It's a really big deal to soccer players. It may not be here in the States for fans who aren't you know, big-time soccer fans. The Champions League is a really big deal over there. And that's like, you know, that's like winning a... That's it's like winning a title. It's like Jordan and LeBron winning NBA championships. It's a big deal. So I don't think he just wants to take off. And and huh. at some point there, it is true though, John. Yeah, no. Listen. What's the difference between three hundred million and a billion? I asked Mason that because of course Mason just can't believe anyone would ever turn this down. And he said, "Look at look at Cristiano Ronaldo. He took it." I said, "No one talks about what have you heard about Cristiano Ronaldo? Look what Lionel Messi went the other way. Went to the MLS." The lowest league, and guess what he's doing? He's the biggest thing. Like He won't make anywhere near the money he could have made in any other league. And guess well, I say that. The marketing's going to be huge. Yeah, I saw My him. gosh, did you see the people at the game the other day? Yeah. Well, listen, I, and I also saw... Yeah, and then I also saw his yachts that he has already. Um, you know, that, 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 that plays into it as well. And Mbappe's never going to have to worry about money. But this no. whole thing about Champions League one year, Michael Jordan took... Two, Michael Jordan took almost three years off, period, to go play minor league well, baseball. Well, that's before he, he was Michael Jordan. Well, he already though. won three titles. Yeah, but Mbappe's already... He hasn't won a Champions League. No, no, no he, he hasn't, hasn't won, won a Champions, Champions league. league. But one year off for $776 yeah, million, that for... to me is not a reason. Uh, and and I'm not, I, I don't want to think, and uh, you shouldn't think for Mbappe and why he's yeah, doing it. Yeah, I don't know why. I, I, I have no idea why he's doing it. I would hope that it's more like, uh, I just don't want Saudi money. Well, I think he wants to win Champions League, though. John. And the other That's thing is, thing. Well, one year off, though, Lance, is not going to stop him from winning Champions I League. Think the, I think for him, he's uh, still, what, maybe 24, 25? I mean, playing in Saudi, sure, the money is great, but it's not it's, it's not a challenge for him to go play there. No. I mean, Ronaldo was at the end of his career. He went there because he was kind of shunned because he ruined his time with well, Manchester you, United. You heard Ronaldo what he said. It's that Saudi that the Saudi league is better than most of the leagues well, now in Europe. He's full of it. Um, he's saying Imagine that because that. he's over there. But they are attracting players. I mean, we played sound last week from Tony Khan. He he's the son of Shad Khan who owns the Jacks. Tony Khan runs Fulham, and he's talked about how they. How they buy players, they, they wash away killing people because of the money they have, and they're probably going to get one of his players. They're going to wildly overspend for one of Tony Khan's players, a guy in the Premier League, and he's he wants to go over. They held him out at one of their preseason games because that deal looks like it's going to happen. So they'll get guys. It's still just a league that is going to pick, 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 but never be at the level and never have the respect that the leagues around Europe have. They're not going to have 15 teams that can compete in a Champions League or against teams of that caliber, it'll be it'll be a niche a niche thing where oh Ronaldo's over there, maybe they'll get a Jordan Henderson from Liverpool. But if you want to play against the best of the best, which may be what Mbappe is concerned with, you're not going to do it in in a Saudi league. The closest it's ever going to come is what happened with golf. You literally bought off conservative guys, like people you would think they'll never take the, they would never be associated with Saudi. No problem at all. Where's how much money? We're for sale 100%. And they went over there, frankly, in mass. And that's the one you have to have a league that's basically centered on individual players. Because, yes, if you if you try to buy a ton of different players, you could. 
but there's not the competition. It's it's just a money run. Going and playing a Saudi is 100% a money run. It's not it's about all, being a competitive all. person. It's not about no. being anything. It's it's just basically saying, <laughs> I'll tuck away my morals, and I'm just going for the money. Yeah. That's all it is. That's a, that's a, that, of course But that's it why is. I don't think that appeals to a young player who already has millions and millions of dollars and millions more waiting for for him. Well, opinion. that kind of money though is is seven hundred seventy six million. Is I mean, just like young golfers, Cam Smith, he just won a major and he moved over there. He's he's got millions and he's going to be fine forever. And yet he said, you know what? I'm going to go grab that money. Let's get let's get Pena in here on ESPN ninety seven five and ninety two five. Hey Pena. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh... Yeah, I just wanted to bring up that that outrageous one year seven hundred and something million dollars. Yeah. Uh, the only the only people I think in this world that deserve that much money for one year is you and Lance. That's Still, it. You can go eat McDonald's for the rest of your life, Whoa. but John and Lance, y'all are so awesome. Y'all are great. Y'all make my morning. Thank y'all you. Y'all make everybody's morning. Y'all deserve that money. Thank y'all you. Y'all have a great day. I'm with you. That's a good call. I don't know why I have to eat McDonald's. Hey, will you? Will you, Lance? We'll move to Saudi Arabia and do the show there. I mean, mm, yeah. What's the time difference? Well, what I mean, are we looking at? I mean, you don't. You can take your children over. God, how hot is it there? You is can do a show for the oh, Saudis. It's not any hotter than here. You're going to do a show for the Saudis. Why are you asking about time difference for? It won't be for the people here. It'll be for the Saudis. No, we're going to do it for. We're, we're Why have the Saudis bring you well, for no. Pena? We're going to do it for Pena. I, I do want to ask Pena a question, not involving his uh, his his shot at me. Do you? Do you feel more like a man or less like a man when you call it and lick their undercarriage like that? Like, Ooh. is that something where, is that something where you feel oh like you feel more masculine? Where you feel more we masculine? Got people who love We're not supposed the to be show, personal, and here you're talking you're about undercarriage. shots at pain. No, I'm not. I didn't. I asked a question. Yeah. I didn't take a shot. I just yeah. want to know: Do you get to feel more yeah. masculine when you call it that? That drivel, or do you feel less? I'm not sure how that works. All right, he we got to break it. A, he said it specifically, calling in to say, "Hey, hey, you guys, I love you so much. Yeah. You know what you're worth? Seven hundred seventy million pounds. What an embarrassing call! <laughs> not to talk about your patio land. Ball of hate, Pena. We love you, Dell. You're right. He should eat McDonald's for the rest of his life. Go ahead, Lance. Talk to your patio. What that McDonald's mouth do, Dell? All right, let's talk Eats about Texas. chicken nuggets. <laughs> let's talk about Texas Custom Patios. I was out yesterday uh, making something, actually making uh, some onion rings in the fryer. I have the uh, the uh, air fryer out there and in my on my outdoor patio. And weather wasn't quite as bad. It was just brutal yesterday, not intensely brutal. But And yet I'm still out there cooking on the patio. Not a problem. I turned the, the fans on. Um, and when the weather does break, it's incredible here to have an outdoor space in Houston. And that's what I have. I have an outdoor patio, something that I conceived of. Didn't know what it would look like. Wasn't sure. I knew I had space for it. And what Texas Custom Patios did was well beyond my wildest dreams. And it's really, frankly, created a lot of opportunities to have cool moments with the kids, with the family, with friends who have come over. And that's something that's, you know, it's about living life and having those opportunities. And that's what that outdoor living space gives you. Get your own fireplace, a fire pit if you want for, you know, for the winter months. Uh, of, of course, the outdoor kitchen can be set up in any way you like, or, or frankly, the designers will show you what would look best. And they even do swimming pools and anything that they do, 
they go all out. They want it to look brilliant so that when people see it, they're blown away. Every time you walk into your backyard, you're, you know, you're blown away. That's what Texas Custom Patios is all about. It's about creating a lifestyle for you that really helps you live your best life. TexasCustomPatios.com. They are the best in the business. Go to the website. You'll see it for yourself. TexasCustomPatios.com. It's pretty self-explanatory. It's SelfList.com. Back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's the, hmm, let me consult the thesaurus here. What's another word for terrible? Disastrous, hideous, horrifying, dreadful, disturbing, dreadful. Oh, it's the unfortunate team of John and Lance. Oh, my goodness. Is ESPN just obligated to talk about Aaron Rodgers every segment? Is this the obligation that they have? Holy crap. Is there any other subject in the sports world? How about the Astros win last night? How about that? Is there any what ESPN with a great a great great baseball game come from behind two teams fighting for first place in the in the uh, West? And here's what we're we're talking about: Aaron Rodgers who hasn't thrown a pass for the Jets yet. I mean, we got. I mean, it's unbelievable. Let's know the audience. It's Houston. The audience is everybody wants to hear about the Astros and their win. Everybody in the country loves this team. Well, to be fair, we only talked about it in the first segment. No, we talked about it in the first three segments. Did we? Yeah. I thought we talked about Dell. No, we talked about the first three segments, okay? I know I'm not sad about the Jets, Ian. They suck. Who cares? They're not going to. They probably don't even make the playoffs this year. Your team sucks. It's always sucked. That's all there is to it. I can't. Since 1969, you sucked. It's just terrible. The Did Texans, you see they, their new legacy white uniforms? Uh, They're honoring a time from the New York Sack Exchange. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of like. Gastineau and Klecko? Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of legacy whites around, though. <clears throat> wow. Isn't there? Oh, do you see? Did wow. You see, <laughs> what? Did you see what he just did, John? What, Lance? You see what he just did, John? Legacy There's a lot of legacy whites. <laughs> the NFL is full of legacy whites. <laughs> what about what about the Titans? Oh, seen from the ownership what about group? the Titans throwbacks? Did you see them? Yeah, they're, they're you mean what Earl that Earl Campbell jersey right there, just in modern materials? Yeah, it's, yeah. We talk. I don't know why they're why they, I know why they're they're take they're putting a shiv in the Houston, but like, what does it matter to Tennessee fans outside the uniforms being cool? Wouldn't you Wouldn't you just want to honor like? The the that two thousand era Titans with bring out Frank Wycheck and Derek Mason and Eddie George in those old uniforms. That, yeah, who cares? Why do they care about the Oilers? They I, don't. Well, they're this, just doing this, this to get back at the Texans. Yeah, I mean, but for the fans, other than cool uniforms, what does it mean? Nothing. No, they don't care. They, in Tennessee, they're like, oh yeah, we're going where the what? They don't care. There are some still holdovers here that like love the Titans because they took they went with them there. You can have it. Go. Now you get to wear your Oilers stuff with the Titans. Go. Who cares? Who cares? You think you're getting us back? Strunk, whatever your name is, Amy Adams. Amy, Tr- Amy Adams Strunk. Trunk. 
whatever your name is. Doesn't she know having the Texans in this town for the last 20-plus years is punishment enough? Yeah. You think watching them in Orlish uniforms, you, you don't think care. we're thinking about you. We're not. We're not. I don't think about you at all. No, zero. Zero. Um, uh, did you guys see Lance Lynn is thinking about the Astros? He gave 10 teams on his no-trade list. The They are the Padres, Dodgers, Giants, Cardinals, Mets, Angels, Mariners, Yankees, Rays, and Blue Jays. Astros not on that no-trade list. Wait, wait. He won't be traded to Dodgers, Mariners. There were some good teams right. on there. They, these are teams he won't be traded to? Yeah. Name those teams again. The Padres, Dodgers, Giants, Cardinals, Mets, Angels, Mariners, Yankees, Rays, and Blue Jays. Okay. He doesn't want to live in Toronto. He doesn't want to live in New York. He doesn't want to live on the West Coast. Um, that's basically what he said. He goes, all right, I'm not flying all the way to Seattle. You can't get home from there. It's it, Everything's a long flight. I'm not going to the West Coast because there's feces all over the place. I'm not going to New York. Too expensive. Because you can see there's a regional thing there at play for him. And, well... <laughs> Ken Rosenthal argues that joining a better defensive team would help Lynn's fortunes. You know who leads the league in unearned runs? Astros. Astros. Goodness. What happened to this really, really good defensive team? Again last night, Jose Abreu. Goodness gracious. I'm telling you, our place in the standings is really... It's amazing. It's it's amazing, but I think it's also really kind of clouding people's assessment of the Astros. This is not the same Astros team we've ever Well, seen. okay. Did, I don't know if you heard, but Altuve, Jordan, or Keedy, uh, uh, Brantley, right. they're all right around the corner. No, they're not. Brantley's not. Yeah, Brantley is. At, before the game, they showed Brantley, and the comments were that Dusty said that, that uh, Altuve's really coming along. Altuve's going to be here – the broadcast basically said he will be here this week. You will see him here this week. Jordan's yeah. t- uh, either going to be today or tomorrow. Brantley, they did not say. They did. Uh, he's working, you know, with Altuve. He ran with Altuve, and it, what he said was, Dusty said, "Well, Altuve, uh, Jordan ran with Altuve, and uh, and and Brantley, and Altuve's getting a little closer. He's working on this. He's getting really, really close." And Jordan, blah, blah, blah. And he didn't even mention Brantley. And I'm like, I, I just don't think – I don't know what Brantley's doing right. I don't know if he's just getting some exercise in, if he's if they actually have a plan for when he's coming back. Maybe they're just being really careful because they – you know, Bagwell obviously said he'd be ready for opening day. He wasn't. Then Dusty, you know, or the thought was when he came back up from Sugarland, where he really didn't hit very well, he ended up having a swelling. They shut him down from that. I just think they don't want to put a number a day on it. I think they just want to. When he's back, he'll just all, all of a sudden everyone will be surprised and he'll be in the lineup. I mean, I feel like that's going to happen. I don't know. Maybe they'll send him back down for another rehab. I mean, they they should s- send him out there for for more rehab starts again. But we're getting. I mean, John, we're damn near to August, and somebody had something really that blew me away. Jose Altuve's missed over 60% of the games this year. Jordan's missed like 51% of the games this year. Like, holy crap. Jordan. And so, yeah, if we play the game of, if I would have told you, then of course if you would have told me about McCullers and Urquidy and Jordan, and I'll, yeah, of course I'd be surprised by being two games out. That didn't change the fact, though, 
that this Astros team really is not a, a team at this current construct that is going to, you know, compete for a World Series. And I say that understanding that hitters are going to come back. I just don't see where the pitching can possibly get you there. It's just not, it's not showing up on a night by day. We, well, you don't have anything to tell you that the bullpen can hold up, and the bullpen has to be well, that, incredible. That's what Dana Brown pitch. is here for. That's it. Okay. I don't know if you heard about it. Hey, there's, there's this thing. It's called a trade deadline. You bolster your team. How and they're gonna and, and the players. Astros have the advantage of bolstering a team like the Rangers do too. They've got Adolis Garcia, they've got Corey Seager's hurt, and Jacob DeGrom is done, but they've got Eovaldes coming back. I mean, they you know, some teams have injuries and, and though that will bolster your team. The Astros are gonna be bolstered mightily when Jordan comes back, when Altuve comes back, when Urquidy comes back, and Dana Brown can can also help bolster the team as well. This your whole talk all the time about this is not the year, this is not the year is a bunch of garbage if you want to know the truth. It's Where's garbage. The getting bolstered. How much bolstering is he going to bolster cuz your boy Belak has got to go. We're not doing this Belak thing anymore. <clears throat> uh, granted, he has been run. really he's good. Been good. Yeah, he's been good. Okay. But once I see the bad Belak pop up, which yeah, is the bad, okay. Uh, uh, yeah, well, you know, I'm I'm sorry. He's not Max Scherzer that he doesn't have a no, bad outing. No, I want him to be Luis Garcia. Okay, he doesn't have a bad. Luis Garcia had bad outings too. I don't know if you heard. Jose Urquidy, can he be an Urquidy? Because Urquidy can't be Urquidy right now. Urquidy can be a Urquidy. Yeah, this isn't the year. <laughs> We're not winning by a hundred games right now. This isn't the year. They got a lot. They got injuries. Like, I mean, you're just give up, boy. That's what you are. Give up, boy. No, they got injuries. You want to trade away all the no? They're coming back. Minor leaguers to go get Lance they're, Lynn. They're yeah. coming back. Okay, you want a bunch of Lance Lynns. Get out of here. I'd rather have JP Cinnamon Roll Maker. Is that a is that a prospect I haven't heard of? Yeah, JP Cinnamon Roll Maker. Yeah, who who gave him that Better name? Call Saul. He looks just like him. <laughs> When he's working in, uh, when he's working in Cinnabon. Cinnabon. All right, we got to break it. We're late again, thanks to you. Congratulations to both of you. Yeah, time to talk about Aqueduct Plumbing. Time to talk about Billy Brown, and time to talk about just being the best at what you do. And and put you got to have this. I'm telling you, you have got to have this number in your phone because Billy Brown. When you need him, you want it at your fingertips. Two eight one four eight eight sixty two thirty eight. Because you never know. I didn't have plumbing problems for. 20 years, and all of a sudden I got three in a week. And Billy's like, oh, great. Here's a call from them again. And Lance, the same thing. Yeah. Right? Only you had a huge job. They had to dig up your whole back. It was unbelievable what Billy Brown did for you and what he's done for me as well. It's, it's, it's fantastic. I love what Aqueduct Plumbing is doing, and you'll love what Aqueduct Plumbing does as well. Make an appointment. You get a free estimate. And, and listen, also, do some some stuff where you're looking ahead so that you don't have any problems, all right? Maybe check out or, or clean your, your tankless water heater. Get all, get all that stuff out of there so you, you don't have f- uh, problems going forward, Lance. Yeah, John's talking about hydrostatic testing, right? That's the, that's the big concern is if you've got a leak and you don't know, and that leak continues to, do, you know, continues to run under the slab, can really cause issues. It caused it for me. Get some hydrostatic testing done if you think there's any concern at all, or if you just want to check, you just want to make sure. They can just come out to your house and just make sure there's no leaks at all with hydrostatic testing. So let that be a little lesson to you as well. Make sure that Aqueduct Plumbing Company is your plumbing company when the time comes. Aqueduct. 
We now return you to the Veritex Community Bank Studios and your regularly scheduled programming, John and Lance. We going to do that butt thing? No, no, no. No, we're not going to do that butt thing. Okay, this is real. Um, mm. I got to mention this because I saw this on Twitter and I thought, okay, this is <clears throat> this is not real. Drink Shake sent it, and he usually will do some research on stuff to make sure it's not fake. He doesn't get butt crack sports or ball sack sports. Justin Verlander really did change his header on his Twitter to Houston Strong. Thoughts and prayers with each one of you. I don't know that he changed it. So I don't follow him. So I don't Who? know if he changed Justin Verlander on his Twitter banner in the background. They say he changed it. I, I don't know if it's always been this and he's never changed it or not. But it says Houston Strong in the background. And then people say that he lives. It says he lives in Houston. It says Houston, Los Angeles, West Palm. So I think that's where he has houses. I don't know if he's. I don't know if he's changed that or not. I mean, he doesn't tweet a lot. He hasn't. He hasn't tweeted since October of of 2022. So I don't. I don't know if you read anything into that. But um, a lot of people are making a big deal that Verlander has Houston Strong as his banner on his Twitter page. Now he's his profile picture is him in a Mets uniform. So I don't, I don't understand. What's the difference? What? Well, John, it's you have to learn. <laughs> Social. Well, he don't forget he came here right after Harvey. So, I mean, people are tr- he probably still has it up there. Well, people are reading into the potential for of a return. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't care. Would you trade Kyle Tucker straight up for? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Did you see? Speaking <laughs> he's of, not, he's not pitching. Now, he's not pitching terribly, but he is by Justin Verlander's standards, and he is making yeah. so much money, like. No, I get that people would be excited if Verlander came back. Hell, I would be excited. But my gosh, Dana Brown would have a job to do because you are basically for a super, super expensive rental. You are, how, what would you have to give up? I wouldn't want to give up hardly anything. I'd say, hey, we're taking contract off your hands. And I don't think that Jim Crane, but you know what? I think Jim Crane, if you kicked a little bit in, actually, and he's done with half the season now, I think Jim Crane actually would, would. Yeah, but it's forty three next year too, so know, he's going to have to throw in a bunch. Yeah, he's paid. You know, he paid what thirty six before yeah. uh, before to him. You don't think he'll? You don't think he'll dig the hog? Dig the hole? You think this is the first hole I dug? Yeah, hmm. he'll he'll uh, he pay a little extra for Justin next year, especially on the heels of Christian Javier, which I want to I want to bring up Javier. So Jackie on a on a tweet said, "Is it time to buy out some free agent years?" From Chas McCormick, maybe five years, sixty-five million. Right now, in the moment, you feel like, yeah, that seems like a good idea. But I'll just say this: I would have said that every day, all day, for the entire year last year with Christian Javier. And now you look at that and go, well, they did, but they already did that. No, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You've already done that, and now you're now you're going, ugh, mm. ugh, this this doesn't taste so good. Imagine having multiple players do that. Like you would have done that for for Jeremy Pena last year after the playoffs. You wouldn't feel so tutti frutti about it right now. So, yeah, I, but I'm okay doing it. You did it you with Bregman. Be special now. You yeah, be special. you did it with Jordan. You did it with Bregman. You've done it That's with fine. Javier. Fine, yeah, I'm mean, not putting Chaz in that category. Oh, have a whole year. Have a whole year. Yeah. No. 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 Chaz yet? No. Not yet. I would love to do it with Tucker. Love to do it, but but that ain't, that ain't happening. 
Did you see, speaking of, of, of social media, James Harden none too pleased with ESPN? Apparently ESPN on its Instagram did a picture of James Harden with four Trill Burgers. He's picking up four Trill Burgers, yeah. and, the, and the heading said, Harden stocking up. And then the comments were like, okay, I guess James trying to eat his way out of Philly, too. Oh, the fat suit stuff the, came back James on. Harden pushing himself out, himself out of Philly, Trill, trill Burger at a time. <laughs> and Bun, Bun texted me, he goes, I got a lot of play off that James Harden post. Yeah. Apparently, a bunch of people saw it. James Harden is none too pleased with ESPN over it. Listen, James, how are you going to – wait, you put on a fat suit. You put on a fat suit to get out of Houston. That will never, ever, ever be forgotten, okay? that I don't know. Has anyone ever done that where – I mean, because – now, James is going to be big when he's done. He is going to be – he is going oh, yeah. to blow up. If he's not run, he's still he's a big guy as it is now. He's a big barrel chested yes, guy. Yes, and yeah, you're right. The uh, I th- I think you're going to end up being right. I don't think that's going to go. I don't think that's going to go well for him when he's done. No, he is. He's got that blow up body, and you know what? That's fine. You know, he's he enjoys his life. He lives it to the fullest. He parties. He's out all night. He's a a, a strip club enthusiast. It's all, listen, he's living his best life. That James, that's fine. But to 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 be pissed at ESPN about a post when when you clearly clearly work. I mean, James, it's no secret. The fat suit is no secret to anybody. Okay, you, it is well well known by everyone. And guess what? You got to take the you got to take the heat on it because no, it's ingenious. I never saw anybody else do it. It was a. It I've was never a, seen a fat suit. I don't. Maybe he ate. You know what? How about this? What if, like for me, I've got a food sensitivity to soy sauce. Doesn't stop me from having it, but it'll immediately make you blow it up, right? Soy sauce. There's certain foods that will do that to you, right? What if James knows what his foods are? And he just ate it every day, so he would be soy bloated. Soy sauce makes you bloat. Wait a minute. So, yeah. Wait a minute. Are you sure it's not all the Chinese soy- food under it's, the yeah, soy sauce? You're sure? No, no soybeans. You soybeans. <laughs> okay. No, okay. literally so. All right. Here's, no, no. Now you get the whole list. No, we egg gotta white, go to break. Eggs, egg whites, soybeans. egg white, egg white is one of the healthiest foods in the world. I know it is, but not if it's fried in an is, egg but, roll like he's eating it. No, not yeah, egg roll. I'm pretty sure that's what's making you blow up, it's Lance. Not egg roll. Egg white, uh, um, mustard. So with your egg roll, you fried egg rolls and, and fried mustard. eggs. Well, no, fried egg rolls are fine. And that fried bacon. It's bacon? Is, no, bacon's fine. Is Most bacon, of, that's not, not making you blow up? Is, uh, I, I, is, I would take a look at your list. chocolate ice cream? Do you have a food sensitivity? Yes, chocolate ice cream. Yes. Chocolate Makes ice you blow cream up? Bad. Okay. Chocolate ice cream bad. <laughs> What about, tequila? what about tequila? Is that making you no. blow up? No, no, it doesn't. Tequila's good. Tequila okay. is actually has a slimming effect. Um, some people might wear, uh, you know, uh, sh- shirts with stripes or whatever. Um, actually, tequila has a slimming effect if you use Maestro Dobell, and that's all you're having. And you just have, you know, a little two-ounce pour, and you have that, and you say, oh, that's my breakfast or lunch. Now, look, that's not a diet that I'm – necessarily condoning or recommending but it's going to taste great it's going to be very delicious it's going to go down smooth and the craftsmanship from maestro Bell is no joke at all 
I mean, it just tastes great. It's unbelievable. And frankly, I get surprised when I see restaurants that don't have it or I see liquor stores that don't have it because everybody who grabs a bottle is really highly impressed with Maestro Bell. And we're talking 11 gener- generations of tequila makers who've been making this product with recipes and flavor profiles that are going to blow you away, whether it's the Reposada, the, the Añejo, the Cristalino, the, the smoke silver that they have, which is great for a smoky uh, type of margarita. I mean, you're going to find something you love if you're a tequila fan. And even if you have other tequilas you like, you've got to try Maestro Bell and see if it belongs on your shelf because chances are it will and it will stay up there until your next bottle is ready. It's Maestro de Bell. Wherever fine liquors are sold, and if they're not sold there, ask for it by name, Maestro de Bell.